Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome, Toastmasters, Whoopi Toastmasters, listeners and friends, to episode three of this week's Talk Show for Talkers here on irishtalkers.com. Just a quick reminder that our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. Our website is irishtalkers.com, and you can find us on Facebook as the Talk Show for Talkers. I'm delighted to introduce Paul Amani again this week. Paul is going to be talking about how we should focus on individual members and not the Distinguished Club programme. I'm looking forward to hearing this, Paul, because I do so agree with this title. Take it away, Paul. I have a story for you. In the world rankings in golf, you don't remain number one for very long. I think you know that. Scotty Scheffler is today's world number one. It isn't that long since Dustin Johnson was world number one. And just as in the game of golf, Toastmasters districts don't remain number one in the league table. They change. Some districts, all the clubs in them, collectively do so well that the district becomes the number one club in the world. I was talking to somebody who knows about this, who shall, for obvious reasons in a minute, remain nameless. In fact, I was talking to this person this morning, and we will call this person Joe. Joe and I were getting to know each other, and we were talking about who Joe was. And gradually the conversation morphed into what it was like in the old days. In the old days, Joe said to me, once upon a time, a particular district was fourth in the world. Goodness knows how many districts there were at the time, but let's say that's good, Moira. That's quite good, isn't it? To be fourth in the world. And Joe said to me, you know, things are not the same now. And I said, Joe, why do you think the district that you know so much about went from being fourth in the world to being somewhere that neither of us could think where it was in the world rankings, but it certainly wasn't anywhere in the top 10 or top 20. Why? Now, Joe had been in Toastmasters an awful lot longer than me. So if you just realize that Joe was at the center of this particular district, I won't tell you what role they played in the district in case that might help identify the person. So Joe said to me, I think the reason is that the district lost focus, that within the district, the clubs reduced their focus on the individual, that the clubs, instead of regarding the Distinguished Club program as an outcome, the results, let's say, the result that you become a distinguished club as an outcome of doing things right. In other words, focusing on the interests, the goals, the purposes of individual members so that individuals were getting what they wanted from the clubs. 
the clubs and by implication, the area directors, the division directors and the district leadership team started focusing on the Distinguished Club Program. And for example, Joe said to me, there are clubs where people join up and they do nothing. They, they don't make speeches. They don't play roles. They don't do anything that's good for their own needs. And nobody does anything about it. Nobody gets in touch with them and says, hey, Henry, Mary, anything you like. We haven't had an opportunity to hear you make a communication recently. I think it would be good for you to be on the next agenda so that you will make a speech or that you will be the Toastmaster or anything you like. The individual's progress, the individual's behavior was no longer a matter of concern. And what was tended to happen is at the end of a meeting, in, in some cases, it would be arranged that the people who were at the meeting would play all the roles and give all the speeches at the next meeting. And you know, Henry or Mary, who wasn't at that particular meeting, didn't get a chance to do anything at the next meeting either. And gradually and gradually. So Joe's theory, I'm reporting now rather than telling you I agree or disagree. Joe's theory is that it's loss of attention to the individual at club level. Now, you could say that district leadership team have a job to do their best to be influential and to support the clubs so that the clubs will pay attention to the individuals. But the district leadership team is a million miles away from the club. And I would think it's very unlikely that the district leadership team can do anything other than put forward a tone of voice, put forward in their normal communication behavior with just about everybody else that they're talking to individuals, that they care about the individual rather than other masses, groups. So that when you get an email from your district and you're a club president, it comes to Dear Mary. It doesn't come to Dear Club Presidents. And of course, it's terribly easy in this day and age to use merge mail and put everybody's first name in. However, perhaps that wasn't done in those days. But Joe's theory, and Joe was terribly influential, or at least was the one of the leaders who was able to say our district, thanks to the work of individuals helping other individuals got forth in the world. So over a number of years, that particular district is no longer as strong as it was. And Joe and I were talking about how can we bring it back? How can it be brought back? If that's a reliable theory, nobody's sure if it is. How can we bring back the focus on the individual? So that's why, Moira, I have brought this topic up here. Up here you have. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> just listening to you, <clears throat> bringing me in then just made me chuckle. Yeah, I, I wholly agree with the, the basic tenet of this conversation. You see, a Toastmaster Club is made up of individuals. And individuals all have personal needs. 
If we're able to satisfy the personal needs of every individual member, then success will inevitably come to the club and therefore the DCP points. Now, having said that, because the DCP points are split into two, half go to the education program and the other half go to the club management. Can I just do a small correction? Six of the goals relate to education. The remaining four have to do with, uh, in fact, yeah, the remaining four. But that's a tedious little point, Moira. Okay, I I, I accept that. But I'm 40%, 50%, you know, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) And you are a, did you say you once were an accountant? Uh, Two plus two equals five, I think. Let's go back to what I was trying to say. The DCP, you have to concentrate as a committee on achieving those four non-education points. That's important. <clears throat> but the, sorry, the, yeah, the non-education point. The education points will come down to how you support your members as individuals and their individual needs and how you encourage them to progress through their education program. So that's my two pennies on this subject, Paul. And Before you go, before you go, look, this podcast is a tiny drop in the ocean. It's a little raindrop onto a massive field. And the reason I brought this up today is because I do believe that change comes about through a myriad of little fragments coming together to get to a tipping point. We don't need the majority of club presidents in a in any district to be in favour of organising the club around the needs of the individual members. We don't need 50% to change the culture of an entire district. We need a certain number. And as Malcolm Gladwell would teach us, that number is not 50% to reach a tipping point. So I bring it up. I'm talking to myself to a certain extent because I am president of a club and I am saying, oh my goodness, Joe said something that has, is a challenge to me. Paul, are you as an individual sufficiently focused on, I think we've got 22 members today, possibly with another one or two in the pipeline, but are you sufficiently focused on uh, uh, getting everybody else to focus on individuals? So there we are. Wistfully, Paul signs out. (laughs) Wistfully, Paul signs out. Well, I shall... Try not to be too wistful, uh, but to be encouraging and more importantly, to encourage you to come back tomorrow because I'm going to be talking about writing skills. And this is the third episode in my eight episode program, trying to cover all the skills needed to become a proficient public speaker. So I look forward to seeing you then. Bye for now.
Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.